Welcome to Sully Sets, musings on sales and life. I'm your host, Rick Sully, and I've spent the past 25 years in the greatest profession in the world, sales. And the number one goal on my podcast is to teach you everything I've learned. I give you the tips, tools, and techniques necessary to excel in sales, network marketing, and most importantly, in life. So listen, learn, and enjoy the journey. Hey everybody, Rick Sully here with another exciting episode of the Sully Says Podcast. Now this episode is going to focus on a topic which every single one of us can relate to, and that is regrets. Now for me, the very first thing that comes to mind when I hear the word regret are the lyrics of Frank Sinatra's beautiful ballad, My Way. Now here's some useless trivia for you before I continue. That song was actually written by Paul Anka when he was 27 years old. Imagine having the ability to write a song of that magnitude at that age, or any song for that matter. But the ironic part is that Sinatra's daughter Tina says that Frank ended up hating that song because he felt it was self-serving and self-indulgent. Now you can't say you don't learn something valuable on every single episode of the Sully Says Podcast. Of course, my good friend Mike Hakarainen is probably asking himself or Googling who Paul Anka is. I can't do it all, Mike. Anyway, uh, where was I? My way, Frank Sinatra. Now, I'm not going to sing it for you. You're very welcome. Uh, but the words are incredibly telling. So just let, listen to them and let them wash over you as I speak. Regrets? I've had a few. But then again, too few to mention. I did what I had to do and saw it through without exemption. Now, it was so difficult for me not to sing to you. But I spared you. I can't promise that will always be the case. I, I, I think in some future episode of the Sully Says podcast, I will sing, but just not today. But just think about those words. It is such a powerful way of thinking, of living. But realistically, it is incredibly difficult to live a life without regret. Some may say impossible. And I'd be willing to bet that in real life, Mr. Sinatra had a few regrets, probably that he would like to mention. But listen, I have dozens of regrets from my past, literally dozens. I'll keep them to myself, but you know, perhaps talking to you about them may help me compartmentalize them or, or let them go, who knows. But you know, the fact of the matter is, is if I gotten older, maybe more mature, although that's certainly up for debate, I think I've started to put my regrets into perspective and realize I can't change them. And you know what? My life turned out pretty darn good. So what's the point of looking back? Instead, I need to look forward. But what I'm struggling with now is when I have trouble falling asleep at night, in my mind, I'm kind of fast forwarding 20 years. And then I start shaking uncontrollably because I realize I'll be 68. I'm like, holy shit, is that old? But, uh, I start to think back on where I am today, and then I start to have this anxiety, and I start to experience regrets about the things I haven't done yet, such as, am I the best dad I could possibly be? Um, you know, I haven't written that book that I want to write yet. Uh, I haven't gotten to be a vice president of sales. I've never gotten to speak in front of thousands of people. So you get my drift. But the really good news, or maybe in this case, the great news, is I can absolutely impact those future regrets and make them my legacy instead. Now, how is that for an awesome challenge? All right, so what I want to do now is I want to talk exactly 
about what regret is. Okay, then I want to talk about how it impacts us. What are some of the most common regrets people have when their life is winding down? And lastly, we're going to talk about how you can deal with regrets, move on from them, and ultimately prevent future regrets. All right, so regrets are essentially a negative emotion that occurs when a person believes his or her past actions or behaviors, if changed, may have achieved a better outcome. Regret is often closely associated with feelings of guilt and shame, and we often express the emotion of regret to others in the form of an apology. Now, even if an alternative decision or behavior was highly improbable or impossible, it can still cause the person experiencing the regret to apply a degree of self-blame. Now, it can be characterized by negativity about the past in general or about a particular incident in the past. For example, a person might feel badly about the way he or she has spent his or her life and is plagued by regret because of that. Alternatively, the person might feel just as badly about a particular incident, such as yelling at his or her mother the last time they saw her, and then feel regret about it because she passed away before they had a chance to get closure. And of course, there's lost love, which is the source of major regret for many, many people too. Because in our minds, we create an alternate universe where our life with that person would be exponentially better than the life we currently have. Now, regret is a long-lasting emotion. And there are feelings of regret that are going to always stay with you that you cannot get rid of. But there's also short-term regrets. And I probably kids are best at that. You know, you may have a brother and sister playing. The brother trips the sister. He gets yelled at. He feels bad. And three minutes later, they're running around playing again. He forgot all about it. Now, I certainly wish I had that ability, as I'm sure all of you do, but the fact of the matter is it's going to stick with you. So what you need to understand is the effect it's having on you, okay? Now, it's very rare that regret may end up bringing a positive change to your life because you may end up saying to yourself, you know what, enough is enough. I'm going to pull myself up by the bootstraps. Or maybe you find yourself in that situation, a similar situation again, and you react or respond differently. So you're actually learning from the regret. Unfortunately, regret is more commonly associated with the negative effects it can have on a person's happiness. Uh, it's going to lead to a bias in your decision making, which may result in more poor choices being made. Uh, there's going to be anxiety because you're repeatedly thinking about the better choices or behaviors and what would have resulted from them. Uh, you're going to have chronic feelings of sadness, varying degrees of guilt. Uh, in some sense, depending on what the regret is about, you could feel shame, anger. Uh, but the fact is, it's going to impede your happiness. Because you're feeling this shame, this sadness, this remorse about these decisions or how you spent your life. And ultimately, it's going to lead to depression. And the depression is only going to exacerbate those feelings of regret. Now, as we get older, it's very common for people to take stock of their lives, okay? When you get the, the sense that the end is near. Now, some of us will do it a little bit younger, but it is inevitable as we get older. There was a great article by Grace Blue Rock, and she listed the most common things people regret at the end of their life. The first, I wish I had been more loving to the people who matter most. There is genuine sorrow for not having been more understanding or caring or or probably most importantly, present for the people who were important to them. They wish they would have had the courage to say, I love you more often. And I will say, that is one thing that I do exceptionally well, 
is I make sure the people in my life know that I love them. And I, it took me a while to realize that. And, it, and I feel as a better person as a result of it because I'm not afraid to share those emotions. Uh, if you can't voice those emotions, then take a few moments to write a letter or maybe make a phone call to someone you love and just let them know how much you care. It will mean the world to them. It'll make you feel pretty good too. I wish I'd been a better spouse, a parent, or a child. Listen, we can all be better versions of ourselves. I mean, the, every single episode of the Sully Says podcast in some way, shape, or form is about being a better version of yourself. But I think it also comes to taking people for granted. Uh, and when you do get old and you're on your deathbed or you're terminally ill, you just, what do you want? You want your family around you. You want to hold them. You want that love and that companionship. Okay, no family is perfect. Hell, we're not perfect. But these are the people that are going to be there for you when you need them the most. And we need to express that gratitude. And as I said earlier, be present. I wish I had not spent so much time working. Now, this is a double-edged sword because when you work, you achieve success. Oftentimes associated with that is money. Money is able to afford you nice things in life. Those nice things in life lead to nice experiences. So it is a trade-off. But are you working long, hard hours to the point where you're missing important moments in your kids' lives? Uh, if you're traveling three or four weeks a month and, and you're, you're missing your daughter's dance recital or your son's baseball games, guess what? It's not worth it. All right. So being a good provider is so important. Beginning to know and connect with your children and your spouse is more important. You always have choices when it comes to your job. You have to find a company that values a healthy work-life balance. It's okay to decline additional assignments or say, you know what? I need a time out. I need a break. Your job is incredibly important. It provides a life for your family, but there are other things that are more important. Number four, I wish I had taken more risks. The biggest reason a lot of us don't take risks is that fear of failure, okay? Uh, you could have perhaps maybe had a, a more fulfilling life if you just put yourself out there in certain situations. But the fact of the matter is we don't. Uh, we get into our comfort zone, we stay there, and we accept whatever it is that comes our way. Maybe it's mediocrity. And you don't have to do that. You know, one of the things I talked about in the previous episode of the, of the Sully Says podcast is the difference between goals, dreams, and bucket lists. I challenge each of you to listen to that and also make that bucket list. All right, and make it things that you never would imagine yourself doing, but you've always wanted to do it. Maybe skydiving, all right, and maybe scuba diving, maybe mountain climbing, it may be deep sea fishing. I don't care what it is. What's important is it's something you want to do, it's something outside of your comfort zone, and then get it on that list, do it, and then cross it off. You will feel this energy surge through your body that you've never felt before. All right, so don't be afraid of taking risks. Um, I wish I would have been happier and enjoyed life more. Now, this is an interesting one because you have to find out what you enjoy, what's important to you. Maybe it is going to the dance recital. Maybe it is going to your son's baseball game. All right, but until you identify where your enjoyment comes from, it's difficult to have more enjoyment. All right, and if you love to read, find time every day to read. If you love to run, find that time to run, to bicycle, to meditate, to go to church, to sing, whatever it is, find that time every single day because you will regret it. If you want to learn how to play the guitar, 
learn how to play the guitar. Because what's going to happen is you're going to feel more fulfilled. You're going to eliminate future regrets, as I talked about earlier. And then you're going to be a good role model for your children because they're going to see, hey, my mom or dad is putting themselves out there. They're taking a risk. They're enjoying their life. I want to be that way too. Number six, I wish I had lived my own dream. How many of us have our lifelong dreams unfulfilled because we are trying to live up to somebody else's expectations? Maybe it's a domineering uh, father. Maybe it's a mother who we just never could seem to please. Maybe it's a former mentor or boss. At the end of the day, you are the only one who knows what's best for you. Allow yourself to be open to endless possibilities. Envision your dream and say to yourself, if I follow my dream, is it going to make me and my life better? Is it going to make me feel more fulfilled? Am I going to be happier? Because if the answer to any of those questions is yes, then do it. Because if you don't, guess what? We're back to square one with regret. I wish I would have taken better care of myself. Listen, it's easy to say when you're on your deathbed, especially if you have an illness that probably is of your own making. I wish I, would have, I wouldn't have smoked. I wish I wouldn't have uh, drank as much. I wish I wouldn't have eaten as poorly. I wish I would have exercised more often. The key is to recognize it now and to do those things now so you can live a long, full life. And you can check those things off of your bucket list. And you can live a happier, healthier life. All right? So make self-care a priority now. I don't care if it's something as simple as going through a walk through nature, taking a nap or meditating, little things like that are going to make you healthier. Next is I wish I would have done more for others. This is definitely something that I need to do more of. You know, I always list, you know, one of my bucket list items is do Habitat for Humanity with my family. It's been on my list for years. I haven't done it. Uh, you know, little things like that, finding opportunities to do more for another. Sure, I donate some of my time. I donate money when I have an opportunity. But just doing things that I can directly impact people on a daily basis. Now, listen, I do believe, and this is not being uh, arrogant at all, I do believe something like the Sully Says podcast does connect with people. It does help people on some level because I, I, I'm giving them uh, some value, I hope. But I'm talking about things like kindness, compassion, acts of service. Uh, that is going to provide you with so much fulfillment. And the last one, I wish I would have chosen work that was meaningful for me. You know, a lot of times our first job out of school isn't the job we want. Uh, unless, of course, maybe you're physician, you train to be, or an attorney, or an athlete, or something to that respect. But a lot of us get into a career because, hey, we got a job, I have money, I can start building a life. And it takes us 10, 15, 20 years before we realize, wait a second, this isn't what I wanted to do. I don't enjoy this. And here's, here's something I think you really need to, to, to get your arms around. You can switch gears at any time. Okay, yeah, it may take a pay cut. Yeah, you might have to start at the bottom. But if it inspires you and it makes you feel better about who you are and what you're becoming, then do it. I personally love what I do. I love selling. I love coaching. I love mentoring. I love teaching. Uh, and, and that's so important to me. So I get to do that every single day. I don't have to do it. I get to do it. And that is the big difference. So get crystal clear on what you're passionate about and then begin looking for work that speaks to those passions. And if you can't quit your job, then do it on the side but find your passion and follow it. Okay, so now you know what people regret. I'm sure you could probably add a couple of those uh, to the list. But how do we manage 
regret. All right, and here's some key thoughts from an article in Psychology Today. Because we cannot change the past. Absolutely, positively cannot change the past. But we can focus on transforming the present moment and positively impacting our future. All right, the first thing you need to do is realize that we are fallible creatures. We're going to make mistakes, some big, some small. The regret that you're feeling demonstrates that you are a human being and you do care. This is a good thing. But as we said earlier, that prolonged regret is going to interfere with all areas of your life, your relationships, your career, your health. So you need to find like a mantra, something you're going to repeat to yourself every single day. You need to believe in it. All right? It could be corny. It's okay. One of the examples they gave is, I'm a fallible human. I make mistakes. Nevertheless, I am loving and lovable. That may not be for you. Make up your own and repeat it to yourself. Every time you're in a tough spot and you watch the difference it's going to make in your life. Number two, how am I benefiting from self-hatred? If you or the people you love are not benefiting from your self-loathing, then stop it. Do something else. What could you be doing that's better? Consider what you really want. Happiness, love, acceptance, achievement, belonging, generosity, gratitude. Focus on that. Stop shooting yourself. Stop rehashing the unchangeable past and start building an amazing future for yourself. Negative self-talk. Get rid of it. All right? It can seem so automatic that it's not noticed consciously at first. Slow down those negative messages. Listen to your internal monologue. Do not accept those statements as fact. Challenge them. Change them through positive statements. You know, even the opposite of what you're thinking, that negativity, and make it a positive, the positive environment or experience or feeling. Okay, like, so instead of saying when you do something stupid, and we all do, God, I'm an idiot. I should never have done that. What do you immediately feel? You feel smaller, you feel shame, disappointment. But say this instead. Whoa, you know, I could have done way better there. I'm going to try something else next time. Now I realize it sounds a little pie in the sky, but a little shift in your verbiage there can make a huge difference. So think about what triggers these negative thoughts in your life. Are there certain people, situations, or memories that trigger this negative self-talk? So you need to prepare ahead of time with your mantra and affirming statements so you're empowered to stay strong when you're confronted by them, especially if it's someone that's in your life on a regular basis, your boss, spouse, a friend. Do things like deep breathing, positive imagery, or just take a time out to regroup and rebuild your inner core. The most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. And that is a great quote by Alice Walker. The most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. How are your thoughts affecting your feelings and behaviors? Think about that. All right, are you just kind of moping around, depressed, sad, thinking about oh, what my life could have been? Hey, guess what? It's not too late. I mean, think of some of the great men and women in our lives. Buddha, Norman Vincent Peale, Gandhi, uh, Rosa Parks, William Shakespeare, Steve Jobs, Albert Einstein. They all talked about and recognized the power of our thoughts. Make your thoughts work for you, not against you. Focus on gratitude. Start a journal. Write about things each day that you value and appreciate. I've made no secret of the fact that I keep a journal. I'm very open and honest in my journal. 
right? I try to remain positive. I acknowledge when I make mistakes, but I move on and turn it into a positive. But spend more time and energy thinking about the positive than the negative, and you will notice a gradual shift, and you'll start to feel calmer, freer, and happier. Next, ask yourself, who am I and who do I want to be? Embrace your positive qualities. Every single one of you has amazing positive qualities. Take stock of your life. How did you get where you are? What attracts people to you? What makes you funny, loving, reliable, smart, interesting, or any other desirable characteristics that you might have? Own up to your values. Maybe first of all, you should define your values. How many of you know what your values are? And what are your contributions to your family and to society? You need to cherish what makes you special. And lastly, I want you to apologize and I want you to forgive yourself. Regret and resentment are going to keep you a prisoner of negative thoughts and emotions. Allow yourself the freedom to accept imperfections, mistakes, and lapses of better judgment. Apologize to those affected and trust that you will be a stronger, wiser person going forward. There's an amazing quote, I know we've all heard it, by Alexander Pope. To err is human, to forgive, divine. So forgive yourself and move on and accomplish the greatness that I know that you're capable of accomplishing. All right, so there you have it. Now you know what regret is, how it's affecting your mental health, the most common regrets out there, and most importantly, what you can do to let it go. And believe me when I tell you, you have got to let it go. Just because you think things would have turned out differently for you doesn't mean they would have. I want you to think about all the amazing people, things, and experiences you would have missed out on had you made a different decision or taken a different path. As always, I want to thank everyone for listening. I do the Sully Says podcast for each of you with the hope that something I say resonates with you and makes a profound difference in your life. If I connect with one person every episode, then mission accomplished. And I think you could hear in my voice how passionate I am about the subject of letting go of your regrets. Please do me a favor, share the Sully Says podcast with your friends, family, and colleagues via email, text, or social media. If you don't, I guarantee you will regret it. <laughs> also, be sure to take the time to subscribe and review it. Thanks again, everyone. Make a difference today and every day.